good time of the day and welcome to another episode of and when i say i mean i am your co-host adrian and i'm your co-host austin welcome so austin Mm -hmm. tell us a little about your past week well because i all of a sudden have friends i was at what does that mean well i feel like all of a sudden i have friends um that i do things with okay um so now that all of a sudden I have friends, I went mm-hmm. to a Christmas party on Sunday, and uh, so some people, like my friends' friends were there, and they know them from working at a summer camp together. Okay. So we did a lot of things that I associate with being at camp, like playing mafia and like youth group things, like doing mm-hmm. uh, Pictionary down the lane. Um. We did both of those things. Uh, there was another... Yeah, that was mostly it. We ate food also. Nice. Um, it was fun. Though it went much longer than I thought it was going to. The party? Uh, yeah, but I guess it's a party, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's kind of par for the course. But we didn't watch any bad Christmas movies this, this time. It was just uh, no Christmas movies. Wow. Just camp games. Nice. Solid. Yeah. Oh, I'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was – I did that Saturday – no, Sunday. I didn't do much the rest of the mm-hmm. time. I've been nervously fretting about this paper um, that I have due on Christmas Eve, which is dumb. That is dumb. Um, is this the paper that you've yeah. been working on for like weeks and weeks now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I've been doing that. I got kicked out of my normal seat at work. Uh, so that was kind what of. What does that even mean? A bummer. Well, for some reason, people were like, "Hey, Austin, do you guys have space in your lab if we wanted to kick a grad student in here?" And I'm like. Uh, this is our lab. I Wait, the lab with the tank in it? No, no. So we have two labs. We have our lab with the tank in it, which we're sharing with another Mm -hmm. tank. And then we have our regular lab, which we're already sharing with another, uh, another, what, what am I looking for? Like, Like, yeah, yeah. So we have two half labs. And now... We have one half lab and one third lab, uh, and I got kicked out of my seat, so I have to sit at just a, a weird little table now, and it's that sounds terrible. It's different, and yeah, I agree. People keep coming into the lab looking for her, and she's never there, so I I'm always having to open the door for these people. They come in, look around, and like, oh, not mm-hmm. here. I've got to leave. Wow. That sounds terrible. So that's been a tragedy. Um, oh, I skipped going to graduation on Saturday. For your master's? E- maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm still not really sure if I have a master's okay, or not. Okay, okay. I, I was hoping to talk to the dean on Sunday because I thought maybe he, would, he was at graduation and he could have told me if they called my name and I wasn't there uh, and it was awkward for right. everyone. 
but I, he left before I could talk to him. I didn't have robes or right. anything, and I didn't know if I was actually getting a degree, so I didn't go. Nice. Okay. I wish we could have been there if they had called your name and you weren't there. <laughs> that would have been that would have been. It weird. would have been awkward. <laughs> you guys just would have cheered. No, no, no. no but okay, let me rephrase that. I wish I was just kind of like a fly on the wall, like oh, just okay, watching okay. that. There's probably yeah. YouTube videos of that somewhere, just not of you, but yeah. of any of people. Right. It would have been funny if you guys were right. there as a family. <laughs> And I wasn't there. We show up to your graduation for some reason, don't tell you, and then you don't show up. I text, I text mom and dad. It's like, hey, I think I'm graduating this December. You guys want to come? And they're like, nah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I wasn't there either, so don't feel mm-hmm, too bad. Mm-hmm. Nice. Solid. Speaking of graduations. So maybe I have a master's. Okay. Well, congratulations, potentially. Thank you. Uh, speaking of graduations. The other day I was thinking of Anthony's graduation, which if you remember correctly, it was absolutely pouring down rain. Um, And also I refused to use an umbrella because I hate umbrellas. I remember that. I was reminded of it because I was listening to Hank and John's podcast, and John was talking about how he hates umbrellas and that they should all be burned and that no one should ever use them under any circumstances. Okay, did he actually say ever, they should all be burned? Because that's a very us thing to say. <laughs> I don't think that he did, but honestly, his hatred of umbrellas may have like caused him to say go that far. I mean, it okay, is... Okay, good. Yeah, no. We, we do say that a lot. But anyways, that was my... How was the ballet? Yeah, I went to see the Nutcracker on Friday, um, which... Again, I think I talked about this last year when I saw the ballet. This is now the second time I've ever been to... That's not true. I've been to three ballets now. But the second time I've seen the Nutcracker. Um, I'm not really sure. So, A, I definitely am sure I know nothing about ballet. B, I think I know what the plot of the Nutcracker is. Um, But essentially there's no word. No, not even essentially. There are no words. Nobody speaks in a ballet, if you didn't know that. I learned that last year when you told yeah. me that. And so they're telling a story. It's actually pretty It's pretty nice. Um, it's kind of like a... What's the word I'm looking for? Fever dream. No, sorry. I'm talking about just ballet in general. Um, oh. <laughs> it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a symphony, but, but with dancing. dancing. So it's like, there's the music that's painting a picture, and there's also the dancing which is painting a picture. So, yeah, it's it's pretty good. I enjoy the music a lot. Um, Not the dancing? Well, uh, the dancing is nice. I don't know anything about ballet, so I don't know if it's good or bad. It looks great to me because I have no idea what's good and what's bad. Um... But I'm sure everyone who was there did lovely. They all looked great from my my perspective. I have no idea. That's good. Um, but yeah, that was that was quite enjoyable. Got to see a bunch of the youth kids performing. Nice. And then on Saturday, had breakfast or brunch with some Kick friends, hands. and we talked about community group and what that's going to look like moving forward, and that was really good. 
are you guys done meeting now that school uh over? yeah so on monday we had our christmas party which just turned out to be like five people which was no. did you play camp no we games? didn't play camp games we we did a secret santa gift exchange and it wasn't it was like a really fun version of secret santa in that you didn't actually wow. no listen when i say fun i just mean it's not what you're thinking about Secret Santa. It was fun, actually. I think this was probably more fun than Secret Santa, to be to be honest. So, oh no, I'm just like surprised any version of Secret Santa could. Okay, be so this is what happened. You might not think this is what I thought it was a lot of fun. This okay. is what happened. So, the everybody, it was supposed to just bring something random from their house. Um, so I brought, I literally just went to my desk here and like grabbed some things. So I got a wireless mouse, some whiteout and a miniature stapler, oh, that's um, awesome. threw that all in a box and took it. So then once we got there, all of the gifts were, um, given a number and then everybody grabbed a number out of a hat and then passed the number to the left. And then the number you had was the gift that you were going to open. Was it the same one you were holding in your heart? No. But during our... Saturday was our youth group <laughs> Christmas party. And I did tell people to look at the one for their secret... It wasn't Secret Santa. It was White Elephant or whatever. Mm-hmm. I call it nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I told them to look at the presents and hold them in their heart. Um, nice. I don't think anybody did. But it was okay. Uh. Um... You you clearly don't have enough sway in that group. Mm, yeah, not as much as the Jancy Christmas gathering. Um, but anyway, so the gift that I got here, let me show you. Is it a patchwork quilt? No. Uh, a a long stick full of donuts, a la Cyber Chase. Uh, no, that'd be pretty good. I got these nice purses. Oh, I know, right? Uh, I uh, what's the brand of that one? That one looks like it has yeah, a this brand one, listed this on it. This one is Michael Kors, established okay. 1981. Apparently, this one's fancy. Is he related to the? It's spelled with a K, not like the, the same beer. Kors. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. unfortunate. And then this one is like a family heirloom or something that got passed down. I can't believe you had. And that was mine. It's not really a family heirloom. It just okay, was good. just owned by somebody's grandmother, and then and now it's mine. Wow! But still, though. Yeah. So that was that was Monday, and then we also just watched. Are you gonna cool regift those? Potentially. I mean, I might keep them. Yep. I just saw an interview where <laughs> Trump Jr. was talking about how Donald Trump Sr. gave him back a gift that he had given to him the year before. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. That's good. Oh my. Anyway. Um, but yeah. Then we watched cringy YouTube videos. Oh. Um, featuring like in um cringy in what way? Um, so we watched um Granite State of Mind, Mind, which is a parody of okay. Empire State of Mind. Oh. But okay. It, oh, for like New yeah, Hampshire. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That and then sense. we watched, which, let me tell you, I don't recommend this movie, this video for anyone. Please don't watch it. But we watched Spartan High School Style, which is a parody <laughs> of Gangnam Style. <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah, produced by Garden Which Spot. is maybe 
one of the worst. It is probably the worst YouTube video I've ever seen in my life. It was on Tosh. Yeah. So it was. Shout out was, if that's still. Yeah, thing. probably not. So that was that was Monday, and then Saturday was the youth group Christmas party. Um. We had, we played some fun games. Um. We played, and then we did a gift exchange. And once again, people in New England do not know how to do Yankee Swap correctly. They should. They're yeah, I know. We forced them to play by the right rules. People were upset, but... That's good. Actually, now that I say that, they're listening to this right now, so... Shout out to them. Well, last so last time we did Secret Santa, we didn't do Secret Santa because... We were a good Christian family, and we did um, Christmas Angels. Oh, my goodness. I forgot Last about I this. I remember we did that. I ate gum <laughs> right before I went to bed, and I woke up, and there was gum everywhere. This was at, this was at, our, this was at the yeah. Keepers, so this was a long time this. ago. I'm in the top bunk of this bed, and I wake up, and there's gum everywhere. <laughs> I don't I don't know how I had that much gum in my mouth, but it was in my hair. Did you... It was all over my bed. I'm assuming I just like opened an entire like sleeve of gum, put it all in my mouth at once, and immediately fell asleep. But you got the gum then, from like, your secret angel. Like violently spit it everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, I got the gum from my secret oh angel. Oh my goodness. I forgot uh, about that. And we would just like hide stuff around. It was like real yeah. secret Santa, like Secret yeah. Angel, sorry, it's different. I forgot we called right. it that. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking of giving gifts, we're talking about giving gifts mm-hmm. today. Also, you know it's Christmas in uh, the North Country, or it's about to be Christmas, when you have to scrape the inside of your windshield. Does that happen to you? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's the, it's the worst. You're, something must be wrong with your car. Does it happen to other people in Potsdam? No, yeah, it does. I actually, it was great. I complained about this last year at Christmas. This was after we drove through oh, the night. So this was era. like right before I deliriously slept through the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry told me that you just got to crack your windows because the problem is it gets warm when right. you're in there. Uh, and then the it, moisture, like people produce right. heat, or like water right, and water heat. vapor. So the moisture then freezes on the inside of your hmm. windshield. He he said it's a problem in Michigan too. You just got to roll down your window a little bit. Well, there you go. Um, so I forgot to do that because I forgot it was nine degrees, and I had to scrape the inside of my windshield. Yeah, that's not fun. But that means it's about to be Christmas. So Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. Happy Third Week of yeah. Advent. I appreciated your Advent wreath and candles and. Charlie Brown, Snapchat. It was good. No, that was that was uh, Christmas. Oh yeah, uh, we are the Trans Siberian. But anyway, uh, I wanted to talk about gifts and gift giving because I read an article recently. I didn't tell Adrian Mm-mm. this, but because we've been like, I, I was thinking we were talking about what to talk about today, and I was like, well, I just read an interesting interview from Corey Brooker. And I was like, wow, that would be really getting back to the old days of the podcast. I pull up a random article on The Atlantic. Adrian's like, what on earth is he talking about? I'm going to spew things off the top Classic. of my head. Anyway, earlier this week I read an article. 
called The Joys of Giftless Christmas. Okay. And it got me thinking, why do we give gifts? Should we give gifts? And is the war on Christmas really a capitalist ploy to derail us from the true meaning of Christmas, a la Charlie Brown Christmas special? Okay, okay. Where am I supposed to start? Should we? Do you think we should get gifts? Currently, we do. Just so people know. You mean us personally, or as people fam- in general? As a family. Oh, people in general definitely give gifts, but as a family, we also give each other. Yeah, gifts. I was gonna. That was gonna be my transition. Was asking if you had done your Christmas shopping because I did all mine on Sunday. Obviously, I have done my Christmas shopping because you got all my messages mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm. I did. Um. But I'm done Christmas shopping. Nice. So. I think I still need one yet. The, it, I like. I just went on Amazon, right. though, so it's it wasn't very strenuous for me. Though I like the. I'm glad I started the trend of just saying, "Get me whatever you want me to yeah, have." Yeah, it was good. Other people have started doing that now in our family, and I like that because it lets me just impose what I want on other people. Yeah. And they're asking for it. Right. Like. Instead of me just trying to do that in the world and in the wild, people are like, oh, Austin, just give me whatever books you want. Okay. I've also, I, I also tried not to post um, Amazon links because I, I feel like, I don't know, I don't like, I, I don't, there's not anything that I really want, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'd rather leave it open-ended because I feel like what happens every year is we get this long list of Amazon links. Everybody just, I click, and then I open my presents and I know what I'm going to get. That doesn't actually happen Let me tell you, I frequently get gifts that I don't put on the list. But Yeah, and I had to buy my own Christmas presents last year because I put them on the list and people didn't get them for me. Okay, well, prepare <laughs> yourself for this year because I don't think I got you anything that was on your list. Okay, Mom said I'd put too much expensive things on the list. I mean, that's so. fair. I'm trying to remember what I actually got you. It does. Don't tell okay, me now. I'll save it for Christmas. But anyways. Thanks. Should we give gifts for Christmas? I think yes. Okay, why? Um, because, well, I probably mainly say yes because of tradition. I think that, which Tradition. I think is a viable reason to do something, but I also think that it's a good time to, like, show people that you care about them. Um, mm-hmm. I think you, people frequently do that through giving gifts. Um, and I think that, what else was I going to, I had one other thought. I don't remember. But I think that it is a way of also channeling the true meaning of Christmas, to be honest. Okay. Um, I think it depends... I think it depends on the gift, I guess. Like, not to dump on your whole weekend, but I don't really like the whole Merry Christmas swap about type of gift exchange mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I think it yeah I think it distracts from Christmas it's like Christmas movies 
I'm gonna be cynical about gift okay. giving now. Wouldn't expect uh, just like I was about Christmas movies. <laughs> so, um, in reading this article, they were interviewing some Catholic folks, and they were saying they stopped giving gifts because it distracted from a traditional understanding of Advent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Advent currently is the four weeks leading up to and including Christmas. Which interesting. So the readings for Advent are in reverse chronological order. Okay, almost in reverse chronological order. It goes Jesus talking about the destruction of the temple, John the Baptist, John the Baptist, uh, Mary. Anyway, that's not super. Uh, it is super important, but not to this podcast. Anyway, the it in the old days, Advent was a 40-day season of fasting just like mm-hmm. Lent. And so the the point of Advent was to prepare yourselves uh, for the coming of, of God to Earth. Emmanuel, mm-hmm. if you will. So they were saying having to go buy gifts distracts us from the solemnity and proper um practice of advent so i thought hmm that's interesting i kind of like that but i'm going slow so i'm going to restrict my cynicalness to just those gift exchanges and i know we have a christmas gift exchange coming up that is like that so know my true feelings mm-hmm. those of you who are there um, um yeah i can see that because it, so maybe to finish your thought because i don't think it's quite there yet but so the reason you don't like them is because there's no meaning behind them there's no intent there's no intentionality behind the gifts that i'm getting for yankee swap yeah yeah like you just grab things off your desk though i would not give a wireless mouse for a yankee swap like i love my wireless mouse i'm not gonna this is a garbage wireless mouse i'm not gonna lie i bought it and then i immediately bought a different one because it was terrible (laughs) that's the only reason why it was in the bin you just like you just like cleared some random junk into this mm-hmm. box and gave it to people just for like the kicks of stealing gifts. It's it's like uh it's like when a app sends you a notification. It's like pretending that it's a really meaningful thing like a text from your friends or a call from someone who's trying to scam mm-hmm. you. But it's just it's just like the rush of getting that and then you open it and it's like oh this is just like i don't know youtube saying hey ever thought about watching this video and then you do it and it's like oh that wasn't really worth it or i guess i gotta throw this out now or it's like when you get gifts for somebody in particular and then your boss gets upset and so he makes it what's supposed to be a secret Santa into Yankee Swap. Mm-hmm. Or if you were on a safari and your cousin, <laughs> Mufasa. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. So I, 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 I'm going to be really cynical about those kinds of gifts exchanged. Okay. I I like food more than like random things, cause like, what are you gonna do with two purses? Oh, I have no. At idea. least you can eat food. I don't know. I haven't party on Friday yet, so. 
See, you're just going to give that away again, and it's just like another meaningless gesture. I was thinking about using it. Filling the void. You're going to take the purse to your party. It was party. more of a joke, but... Oh, okay. I uh, Do you read GQ? Uh, no, but I was looking at GQ the other day for... I was looking up fashionable coats. I'm just trying to make all of the office references, because apparently that's all today okay. is. Um, what was I going to say? So... Okay, so you don't like the ones because there's no meaning behind the gift. I'm just giving it for the frivolity of it. It's like the Rudolph reindeer of... the Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. No, even worse than Rudolph. Um, what's a... I don't know. What's a really bad Christmas movie? Princess Swap. It's like the Princess Swap of <laughs> Christmas. Okay, okay. So then why are other gift exchanges okay? Uh, I think other gift exchanges are okay because they do get to the true meaning mm -hmm. of Christmas, which I think in, in some ways is spending time with family and people that you love. I don't really think that's the true meaning of Christmas, but that's like a meaning of Christmas. I mean, I think you can go even... So I guess when I when I was thinking that giving gifts is getting at the true meaning of Christmas is that like Christmas is about like the world and us receiving a free gift from God in the fact and like the, mm -hmm. the picture of Jesus right is like mm -hmm. like I think like that is what Christmas like Christmas is about getting a the gift right um mm -hmm. so I think like when we think about giving gifts in that way as a symbol of like, okay, I give gifts because I have received the greatest gift. Then I think that that's okay. I think that's perfectly fine. And I think that even like works with Advent. So I kind of disagree with the people who say that giving gifts distracts from Advent, but. I don't know, but no, like rarely are gifts given in that mindset. No, I think that's fair. Um, but I think like, so I guess maybe that's, like, how do we redeem the idea of giving gifts, maybe. Yeah, let's let's reclaim Christmas. I was thinking about cultural appropriation mm -hmm. the other day, and I'm like, has America appropriated Christmas at, for its own ends? As in, like, commercialism? Yeah, I think the way in which we celebrate Christmas is poor. Oh, no, I, th I think for sure. I mean, America and slash capitalism has appropriated everything in order to make money. Right. I mean... Right. Yeah, but, I mean, you just look around. Uh, just watch TV. Mm -hmm. That's... I try not right, to. But, like, you turn on the TV after, like, around Halloween, and it's already Christmas time sales. Cars mm -hmm. always have sales around holidays. Like, who cares about Columbus Day? Why Why am I going to buy a new car just because it's Columbus Day? When you could buy a new mattress. Right, exactly. So, like, <laughs> I think that, yeah, for sure, America has... Yeah, so... Uses it. Uh, yeah, I like I like that. Let's, let's get... Let's refocus giving gifts. But I also appreciate the family togetherness of giving gifts right, i mean it doesn't even have to be your family it can be within your friends and your people you live with and your community and your neighbors 
Yeah, but I, I rarely give the such people gifts. Well. Maybe I should be right, better. Right, I guess that. That, that's my point, right? If it's like, how is it different? Like, yeah, it's one thing to give gifts to my family, but like, why, why does it stop at just my family, I guess? It shouldn't, but that's a lot of no, gifts. No, I agree. And I don't think it necessarily has to be to the same extent as you would your family, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it should, but... Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just thinking of giving gifts to people now. Uh, and I'm just zoning out. So, let's bring it back. What would be a better way to give gifts? I think I think a better... A, what do I think is a better way, or what do I do? Because what I'm about to say is not something that I do, probably. Okay, whatever. Say, say so, speak your, your, your... So when you're mind. talking about giving... I'm going to give gifts to my family, and I think my family togetherness. I was thinking about... Um, um, I forget where it is now. But when I think... Um, Jesus talking to the disciples and he's like if you only love the people who love you you're no mm-hmm. you're no better than I mean tax collectors and sinners right they love people that love them and so mm-hmm. like it is going past just our our family right because those are the people that and I mean not all situations but in most situations those are the people you love and those are the people that love you mm-hmm. but like gift giving and in those situations, you're usually expecting to receive a gift back, right? So if I give a mm-hmm. gift to my family, I'm probably expecting to get one back. But, like, if I give a gift to my neighbor, I'm giving a gift to my neighbor knowing pretty much full well that they're not going to give me a gift back. And I think that that is, mm-hmm. like, I think that also gets to that true meaning of Christmas of, like, Jesus came to be the ultimate gift. And to mm-hmm. and to give the ultimate gift, like, and knowing full well that we aren't going to be able to repay that gift or ever give anything back. So I think, like, that's kind of was my initial thought when we were kind of talking about that. I was just thinking, wow, who is my neighbor? And then I was like, wow, I'm like that. Rich that guy Anthony. asking about the Good Samaritan. He wasn't asking about the Good Samaritan, but he was. So. Uh, sh- should we just like I don't I have no idea who my neighbors are, um. But do you think I should just go and give them gifts? I don't know. That would. That would I weird. think I think my thought is is like it doesn't have to be. A gift in the sense like I'm gonna get Austin a book and that's my gift or whatever, like. I'm not getting you a book by the way. At least I don't think so. Ah. Uh. I honestly don't remember what I got for you. Wow, rude. I remember what I got you. That's going to really bother me. Anyways, what was the point I was trying to make? Oh, now I just got derailed. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to, be have to be... So, this past week also, um, on Monday, and this may have happened two weeks ago, I don't know. On Monday and when, on Wednesday, we were... Um, at UNH, and everybody else was in our community group was busy because of finals. 
So Becca and I just went around and handed out cookies. We stayed up on Saturday, on Sunday night. Did I talk about this last week? Nope. Sunday night, we stayed up and literally till probably one in the morning making like six dozen cookies. We made a ton of cookies. Somebody else just told me they made six dozen really? cookies, but it wasn't. Six dozen of a lot of cookies. For just exi- like just to get the scope of this, this the co- the cookies that we made had twelve eggs in them and two jars of two full jars of peanut butter. Oh, that it was awesome. they're amazing. Anyways, um, so literally we just walked around the student center and handed out cookies and coffee to people. We had no idea who these people were, and we might not ever see them again. But we were just giving free gifts to people to like just show love to them and i think that like mm-hmm. maybe i should i mean i still have some cookies so i should probably give those to my neighbors but like i don't think it has to be anything big i don't even think you even have to give something to your well i guess you kind of have to do that's kind of the point of the gift but it doesn't have to be necessarily something tangible like i think like just talking to your neighbors i i'm thinking about it like i don't know my neighbors names and literally they're just like right on the other side of this wall I can possibly even hear this conversation I don't know my neighbor's names. So I guess, like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. But I think we should give more gifts to our neighbors. So should we do a better job demonstrating radical love through Christmas? Oh, for sure. I think so. I think that's basically what I'm trying to say. That's, like, the point of Christmas. Um, and I think that, and I think that is shown in a lot of ways through gift giving. Yeah. Especially, yeah, especially giving beyond normal gift giving. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think a large, not a large part of it, but part of it is giving without expecting anything in return. Mm-hmm. Lend without expecting repayment. Mm-hmm. Just because we're we gotta get all the Bible quotes in. Today. I like it. It's Christmas. Okay, great. So, uh, what are some tangible steps that we can take to improve our gift giving? So I think I I don't know. I'm just gonna start talking again. So I think like we because another big thing around Christmas and gift giving is like there is stress that comes with that. Um, yeah. And I think, I think what I would say for that, I don't know. I'm assuming that the, the point of stress is like what to get and like how expensive it should be maybe, or like, what are they? That's not like the point of stress. Well, but like, I'm trying to think about like why people are stressed about giving Christmas. Yeah. The, the object of stretch, stress, not not the purpose. Okay. So so the procrastination, if you're anything like me, the um the item itself, like what are you going to get? The is it the same thing that they're getting? Alana sent us that Snapchat day about Sheldon getting gr- looking through his Christmas baskets to fi- or the gift to figure out which how much exact money he should get. So that, so those kind of stresses. Mm-hmm. So I think my initial thought, again, I'm not expert on this, but my initial thought would be like, don't worry about those things. Again, that's easy to say, don't worry. Today has enough trouble. But I own. think the point of giving gifts, 
or, or kind of what I was saying earlier is like just the the act of giving something or taking the time and like so like we gave cookies out to people they were pretty good cookies I'm not gonna lie but it didn't really matter if they were good cookies or not because the coffee we gave out was not good but it mattered to them because they were studying for finals they were stressed and they were mm -hmm. just so blessed to receive something so I think yeah you're gonna get in situations where you talk to somebody or you give somebody a gift and they're just like oh this isn't as good as the gift I gave you or whatever but I, I think that I, I think that like if you're going out of your way to find a gift or do something for somebody it's gonna bless them and that I think takes away the stress of it is it's the perfect gift Again, I'm not necessarily a gift person, so maybe gift people would disagree with me. But the perfect gift isn't an object. It's the fact that you decided to do something for a person, for someone, and like actually gave them a gift. Again, could be completely wrong, but that's kind of my opinion. And that kind of helps take the stress when I think about it. It's like, oh, what if I got the wrong thing? Or what if I did this wrong? Or what if it's not perfect? Sure, maybe they'll look at it and say it's not perfect, but I still think they're going to mm. appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely don't stress about those things. Good. Maybe I should. I don't think so. I don't think stressing is ever the right option. <laughs> I don't know. What if uh, I, I'm just like consider like usually I try to get things that people say that they want it no so. that's that's a good that's a good option but sometimes you don't have that like I don't really know what my neighbors want that's because true. I don't even know what their names are you know uh just just get them a what is what is everything everyone likes uh, prismatic shards so get okay. them that so you ask a good question what is what are the practical steps that we can take to become better gift givers mm -hmm. I think I was going to say, so remember, last, did I talk about it on the podcast where I was wrapping presents for underprivileged youth? You mentioned it in your transition, and I thought it was kind of a poor transition, but you, you did mention it. Okay, so I was wrapping presents for underprivileged youths, and so I think that's a practical thing that you can do to give gifts to people you don't know just out of loving them like i went in with the wrong mindset i just did it to there was food there and uh it was like a thing our church was doing so i wasn't really viewing it as a way to sacrificially love people mm -hmm. uh but you should do those things and you should view it as a way to sacrificially love people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think like giving your time as well for things um like helping with events or going to see people who you mm -hmm. wouldn't necessarily go out of your way to see visit old people yeah i was gonna say that but then i'm like i don't really do that so i don't know if i can suggest it i'll say it visit old people they're lonely they are lonely that makes me really sad to think about. Yeah. So that's why you should yeah. visit them. Visit not old people. Some of them mm -hmm. are lonely. 
Ooh, I don't do that though, so I shouldn't say that. It's okay. I think we can challenge ourselves <laughs> and each other. That's probably okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think also just asking people how they're doing. Um, especially around Christmas time, that can be really stressful and not full of fun and joy and good times for people. So I think just being aware of that and like, yeah, just checking in with people, I think is a way of loving them. Giving, giving your time people and your attention, I think is just such a huge gift. And I think that we... We're so, st- I'm myself included, are just so stingy with our time. But I think it really is, and I don't necessarily even do a good job, like, when I am giving time, like, giving my full attention to people. Um, so, I don't know, I think that's another way to challenge for myself as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what other Christmas traditions should we challenge? Should we eat ham on Christmas? Uh, people, people eat lamb, by the way, on Christmas. Maybe that was Easter that somebody was telling me. Somebody was saying they eat lamb, and I was like, that's fancy. Oh, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't really have a problem with it. I think, like, if we want to kind of just put a blanket statement over things, like, get to the heart of why... This applies to probably most things in life. But what? get to the heart of why you're doing something. So if you're giving gifts, why am I giving gifts? Am I giving gifts because I feel obligated by society to give gifts? Or this person is pressuring me to give a gift and I can't? Don't give a gift. But if you want to give a gift, an expression of love to people, even people you don't know, or as a way of sharing the the greatest gift of all with people, I think then go for it. Like I think that's a great thing. And the same thing with... like eating ham i don't know but like doesn't really fit but like you could probably find some way what are other christmas i don't know i think i think we could embrace our freedom in christ by eating ham okay that's good yeah shout out to peter don't call anything that the lord has made made Mm -hmm, unclean mm -hmm. uh should we have christmas trees Uh, let me tell you i busted out that christmas tree that was left over here it's awful. I bought it. I, brought, I took it out. It's made of entirely out of like, like uh, streamers that are metallic-y. You know what I'm like, talking uh, about? Like tinsel. Yes. Uh, it. I brought it out and I'm like, this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Whoop! Back up in nice. the closet. It's gone. We have a real Christmas tree. We went to Walmart and bought it. It's not so, great, but it's real. It's not like it's is it's a it's real a real like, tree. A real tree. Yeah, wow. bought from Congrats. Walmart. It's kind of scrappy, but it'll do. Mm-hmm. So should we have Christmas? So trees? should we abolish Christmas trees? I don't know. Martin Luther started it, so yeah. did he? I thought it was just like a German thing. I mean, like he is right. German, but that doesn't mean he no, started it. No, I'm pretty it. sure he did. Okay. Uh... Um, I, Martin Luther is he's, he's yeah. a good guy. Again, like, or listening to Christmas music even. Sure, we'll throw that in there. Like, I think there is, these things kind of get, I'm not, not saying I necessarily think about this all the time, but now that I'm thinking about it now, these things kind of get to the idea of Advent, right? So the idea of Advent 
is the anticipation of the coming of the Messiah. And so I know that after Thanksgiving is the only time I can turn on Christmas music, right? And so, like, mm-hmm. that just gets me into this Christmas mode, in this Christmas mood that's like, oh, okay, this is coming. Now, I'm not going to lie. I don't always think about Christ, and I don't always think about Advent when I'm listening to Christmas music. But I think there is something to the idea of, like, okay, it's time to put up our Christmas tree. Like, it's time to listen to Christmas music. It's time to drink eggnog. All of these things... I love eggnog so much, which reminds me I need to go downstairs and drink some because I have some in the fridge. It's so good. Oh, so good. No. (laughs) My roommate, like three years ago, drank an entire half gallon of eggnog. (laughs) Like he just drained it and then violently (laughs) threw up. That's terrible. You want to hear another? He said he felt so much better afterwards. You want to hear another good eggnog story? Yeah. So on Sunday, I was I got my glass of eggnog, sat it, <laughs> sat it on the coffee table. I sit down, and you know how, you know how recliners work, right? I do. Yeah. I'm and you familiar. know how you can't just like <laughs> calmly do a recliner. You just kind of have to like throw it up full force. Yeah, crank so that I, baby. Yeah. I open up the recliner. Boom, it like hits the table. It's like I'm in a movie. The glass just shoot, of eggnog shoots straight into the air. In my mind, it was like four feet in the air. It's probably only a foot in the air, though. It flies a foot in the air. It's just like hanging in midair for seconds and then comes crashing down and there's eggnog everywhere. Mm-hmm. And because of the recliner, you're just in a hopeless position. <laughs> you're, you're just, just like floundering. <laughs> the eagle, helpless to do anything about this oh egg disaster. Goodness. So yeah, that was that was exciting. So yeah, I think. So, don't drink eggnog oh, though. It's, it's so, so gross. Good. So good, people. But I think that would be my kind of stance on any Christmas tradition. Really, is like, what what is the? Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing it because of? obligation and commercialism and you want more things and you're thinking about yourself really even my own dog if you're doing that then i would say probably better not to do it but Mm -hmm. if you can like look at it and say hey like i'm doing it because i love these people or i want to do this because i want to love other people and not expect anything back or Mm -hmm. i'm doing this in anticipation of Christ coming to live with us, like, I mean, I, again, I don't do that for everything, and so I think it's challenging for me to think about, but I think if, mm-hmm. if that's your mindset, if that's why you're doing those things, I think that's a, that's a good thing, we should keep doing them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright, cool. Merry Christmas, Merry people. Merry Christmas. Speaking of mm-hmm. Christmas... It's next week. Yeah. And as such, we will not be podcasting nope. because we have, yeah, we have better things to do. Yeah, we do. I'm sorry. <laughs> no offense, podcast, but, um, yeah. Oh, I was, I was more talking to our, like the podcast as a, as a entity. Yeah. I'm okay with insulting the podcast as an entity though. Yeah. I hope also listeners. I hope you guys have better things to do over Christmas. Well, I like I hope you guys like listening to the podcast. 
and it, no, this is this is going downhill quickly. <laughs> we won't be recording next week. So, so yeah, uh, look for us in the new year. Probably on Friday, but maybe on Monday. We might. Wow, 2019. We might switch Where does it in 2019. Go? So I was thinking about it. 2019 will be the it won't be the third full year, but we will have recorded podcasts in three separate years if that's the case. Yeah. Which pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, it'll be the fourth year I've been in Potsdam. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Time flies. Also, 538 had their first uh, 2020 draft today, so they only did one round. 2020 draft as in the oh, presidential so election? They, yeah, they draft people that are important in politics, so they're doing it for the Democratic primary field today. Okay. Anyway, that's not super important, but phew, time rolls on in a never-ending stream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have any recommendations for us this week? Yeah, so I r- was recently reusing the uh, Google Arts and Culture oh. app to do art selfies. And I did it a lot at the beginning. And the first person that it told me that I looked like was Frederick Douglass. And I thought to myself... I have never thought I looked like Frederick Douglass before. This is weird. Uh, but a, So it, it's now been updated a lot. They have a lot more um, pictures in their gallery, and it still tells me I look like Frederick right. Douglass. So Frederick Douglass and I look alike. Fun fact. Um, or, okay, the like underlying facial structures of Frederick Douglass and I are mm. similar. Uh, but now I've also learned that I look like Elvis, uh, John C. Calhoun, young John C. Calhoun, uh, Napoleon. I do kind of look like John C. Calhoun, honestly. Um, I don't really think I look like Elvis. No. Um, but it's like a specific picture in some gallery. But anyway, it's fun. And it, like, it's fun to me because it's like, wow, how many times do I be, get to think like, does John C. Calhoun really look like Frederick Douglass? Uh, because I like when I think about people, those are usually not two people I think of like as being closely related, but they're closely related through my face, which is kind of fun. You should definitely grow your hair out like John C. Calhoun. This picture of him literally has <laughs> I, him like his hair it, standing. Is it on crazy end. eye John C. It's Calhoun? So good. Yeah. Yeah. That's the classic picture of John C. It's Calhoun. an actual photograph. His eyes are, his oh, oh. I was thinking the portrait of him. I mean, he just has crazy eyes. So I mean, yeah. I think this is an actual I was photo like, of him. If I was like, hmm, I feel like I could be as crazy as John. Do you know C. who Calhoun. he looks like in in this picture? Who? He looks like the Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. No, he just looks like William Defoe. Right. That's the guy who plays Green Goblin? Wow. He looks exactly like William Defoe oh, in this yeah. picture. Oh, yeah. No, I'm telling you. I'm, look, That's I'm looking at it right now, and John C. Calhoun, or like William Defoe. He should play the Green Goblin. No, just William Defoe is probably like John C. Calhoun's long-lost grandson. Yeah. Anyway, John C. Calhoun, was he was pretty racist, but he was also the 
vice president, and he tried to secede while being the vice president, uh, sparking the South Carolina nullification crisis. Nice. Anyway, so that's been fun. But that, like, that's always been mm-hmm. fun. Like that picture of Dad <laughs> as Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> oh, uh, that was one of my favorite things that happened. So anyway, uh, I watched a great movie called Roma uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I told Adrian this is going to be best picture, but I'm worried it's going to be just trapped in foreign language films because uh, I started watching it not realizing how pretentious I was going to feel as I was Mm -hmm. watching it. But it's in black and white, and it's all in Spanish. So I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm that guy now. Was it good, though? Uh, But it was great. Yeah, it was. There there was a... So on the the header for Netflix, it's like, this is rated something for uh, graphic nudity. And I was like, wait, what? But there's just like there's full frontal nudity of this dude for one scene, and I was like, "Why? That seemed unnecessary." It's kind of like I feel like most times that there's nudity in movies, but yeah. But anyway, other than that, I was like, "Oh, this is great! It's about a maid working for a Mexican family, and it's kind." So the director Alfonso Cuarón is. Uh, the director of The Prisoner of Azkaban, Gravity, and Children of Men. Children of Men is great also. Um, the other one's like, eh, I don't know. Azkaban's pretty yeah. good. Anyway, uh, Roma, it's great. If you don't like subtitles, don't I watch it. Subtitles. because. Uh, sorry. Mm. Uh, unless you know Spanish a lot better than I think you do. And you don't because <laughs> I said, como esta? And you're like, what? I have no idea what <laughs> Okay, Spanish I was is. sick when you said that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, something else to rec- Oh, two more things to recommend. Hold on, hold on to your horses. Interview with uh, Cory Booker. For those of you who don't know, Cory Booker is a senator, uh, Republican, no, Democrat. He, I found out, really wants to be Martin Luther King Jr. Okay. Which is understandable. Like... Yeah, like if you want to be someone, Martin Luther King Jr. is a pretty good person to want to be. As I've said on this podcast, I recently just read a bunch of his sermons, Martin Luther King Jr.'s. Um, and so I, I'm i also – don't imagine I forgot this because I'll talk about it okay. next week. I'm listening to a book called The Radical King, which is another collection of sermons and letters by MLK. Uh, and so Cory Booker has also been reading this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's talking about it in this interview, and it's really interesting because the interviewer, it's on the Atlantic, the interviewer seems just really frustrated with Cory Brooker. He basically calls himself righteous during the interview and is like, he's really mad, or she, I forget, that Cory Brooker is, still says, like, I love you, Donald Trump, and won't hate Donald mm. Trump. And I was like, oh, this is really cool because he's, tr- he's trying to demonstrate radical right. love in his approach to politics, apparently. I've only ever heard him speak in sound bites before, so it was it was really it was nice to have a better picture of what he believes and what he's trying to do in politics, other than be president, because he's definitely trying to do that. Interesting. Um 
And then, last thing, I was, I have listened to a lot of Bonnie Ver, Bon Bonnie Ver, this Bonnie weekend. Ver, but... And that's not right, apparently. Uh, so, but specifically one song, it's called Woods, and it's like my favorite song now. It's, it's only four lines, but it's just repeated over and over again. And he, so it, those, I'm up in the woods, I'm down in my mind, I'm building a still to slow down time. So he says that over and over again and adds more versions of his own mm-hmm. voice. They're all auto-tuned, so if, you know, if you're not into auto-tune, I guess pass on it. But I think it's really great. So that's it. That interview, that song, that movie, and what was the first thing I said? Um, Google Photo. Oh, the Arts and Culture mm-hmm. app, yeah. Nice. Um, let's see. I watched... Um, I watched The Mule on Saturday. Oh, with Mel Gibson? Nope, the other old guy. Even older. With? Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Dirty Harry. Close. That's his I know. character. Um, I don't think I really recommend it. It's a pretty average film. Mm. Um, there, I, I didn't find there to be enough plot to keep it interesting. Um... There could have been, there wasn't, it was like neither character driven nor plot driven. It was just kind of telling a story of, um, of this guy driving and he's super old. Um, Uh, uh, that sounds kind of fun. And he's, he's a drug mule. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that's why it's called yeah, a mule. Yeah, It's not about mules. No, it's about a drug mule. Um, it could have been a lot better, I think. But anyway, so I saw that. You can watch it if you want. I don't necessarily recommend it. Um, did I talk about how the other day we watched The Avengers and Iron Man 3? Nope. I recommend watching Iron Man 3 right after watching The Avengers. I've always been a huge okay. fan of Iron Man three, um, because I think you you've always had you have been a fan of yeah. Iron Man three. I hear it's better than because I because it is such a crucial movie in the character development of Iron Man. It is the it is the Thor Ragnarok of the Iron Man. Huh. Um, it's okay. When series. I say that trilogy, think about it from my perspective, not everyone else's perspective. Because when I say Thor Ragnarok, it, it you mean it made Thor like a right? Good character. It, it completed the character arc for Thor. Right. That's not, that is what I mean about Iron Man three, not about anything else that yeah. most people love about that movie. My phone just told me I'm Alexander Pushkin, so there I'm happy go. about Russian. that. He's a he's a writer. Um. And Russian. I mean, his name is Pushkin and Alexander. That could be anyone. Anyways, so it's it's a really great movie for the character development of Iron Man, and really kind it. It's so good because it's such a good transition between where Iron Man is in 
Avengers, from before Avengers, going into Avengers, and then before Age of Ultron. Anyways. Mm-hmm. And Civil War. And Civil War. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I wa- we watched that a couple weeks ago now, but I recommend that. Especially, I mean, rewatch just Iron Man 3 if you want, but if you want it to be even better, watch it right after Avengers. Which, another thing I remembered from Avengers is nobody talks about Agent Coulson dying. Yeah, well, that's because of Agent Shield. Agents yeah. of Shield. Oh well, it was a pretty big moment in that movie. Yeah, but he gets resurrected, but they don't really know if they want to commit to that in yeah. the movies. No, I wouldn't. Um, let's see. It's yeah, it's understandable. Um, what else? What else? What else? Definitely. So, I'm gonna recommend going to see the Nutcracker. Maybe you don't. Maybe you okay. don't have an, an opportunity. But maybe next year, especially if you live in New England, because it happens all the, all the time in New England. Um, Is ballet like popular? Yeah. Oh. Remember, remember, it, it's called New England for a reason. I I think all of these like mm-hmm. fancy things that you think only exist in England, they exist in New like England. Like tea time. Too. Yeah, or like rowing or. Corgis. Corgis. People love corgis. One of my coworkers absolutely <laughs> really? loves corgis. She, oh my goodness, yeah. She has a corgi calendar. Oh. Yeah, I mean, are they people up? Corgi, I, okay. I don't. I'm not the big. I'm not the best person to talk about dogs. Neither of us are. So. But all corgis look the same, right? Yeah. That was a yes. <laughs> you couldn't see anything. Um, um, no. Were you there that one time I yelled at a dog during a no, hockey game? No, but I heard a lot about it. <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, let's see. Do I have any other recommendations for this week? I don't think so. I think I should let's just bring back secret. Let's yes, bring secret back secret angels. angels. <laughs> I completely forgot that that's what we called it. You're welcome. Oh I got ho- I got roller skates through Did that you once. Really? Man, yeah. you went all out. I remember like yeah. writing notes. I think and stuff. M- mom, mom was my secret angel oh, that wow. year. You were winning. I think, I think yeah. I have a mom's secret angel. In that time yeah. that she was about. losing. I don't know. I wrote her nice little notes and gave her candy canes. Oh uh, yeah, that is nice. Though now thinking about it, it's like. Writing things kind of makes it really obvious who your secret Shh. angel is. It's, it's like, so, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the whole elf on the shelf thing. I know that it exists. Okay, so basically, I don't actually know how it really works. But from what I understand, you, like, put the elf in places and then it, like, it's supposed to, like, scare kids into behaving or whatever when they don't think anybody else is looking, but the elf is looking, and then the elf can tell Santa. What? That sounds yeah. awful. Well, it's not anything like what I'm about to say now that I said that out loud. But, and maybe this is how Secret Santa actually works. But, like, when we did Secret Angels, we would actually, like, hide things. Yeah. In, like, people's That's why the gum was right. in my bed. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I forgot all about that. Oh my goodness, that's good though. That's good. So yeah, I can't believe Elf on the Shelf is that like P 
computer. Yeah, and you can't touch the elf on the shelf because if you do, his magic powers go away. Which I always thought that why doesn't the kid just touch the elf touch and then him, he can't then. talk to Santa anymore? I don't know. Is that also a New England? I don't thing? know. I think it's just a new thing, like within the past couple of years. Okay. I had a I had a conversation about people's beliefs in Santa Claus, growing yeah. up. I st- I'm sure Dad has told me what the answer to his thesis is, but I still have no idea what it was. What was his? Th- I don't even know what his it thesis was. It was about how uh, belief and disillusion in Santa Claus affects people. Hmm. So I'm sure he's told me what that is, but I just I am constantly forgetting what the results are. I feel like that's doubtful, but that you're forgetting, but maybe. That's probably true. <laughs> Anyways, we're kind of rambling at this point. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. And we'll see you in the new year. Streamers. <laughs>